0: Music Hey, my fellow monkeys, what's up? Old Uncle Silverback here with you on the Armed Ape Podcast, the show where we review and talk about everything from guns, gear, and movies to life in general. Nothing is ever out of bounds. As always, everything we talk about has the end goal of making our lives better by cutting through all the marketing BS using logic, reason, and honest discussions. I look forward to hearing from you soon and to your participation in the show. Well, hello, my beautiful monkeys, my fellow travelers. How are you guys doing today? Today is Saturday, and it is the 26th of June, 2021. And I am once again in the mobile studio. We're using the old Rode lavalier mic, and I'm recording into the Zoom H5. So I'm trying a few little different things, so we'll kind of see how this does. and. Uh, I know sometimes this little microphone can kind of pick up a little bit more of the road noise, but we'll kind of see how that stuff goes. So anyway, before we jump in with the show proper, let's go ahead and get our contact info posted, and then we'll, like I said, jump in with the show. If you'd like to contact me, there's a few different ways that you can do so, and I'd love to hear from you. You can give me uh, suggestions for the shows or movies or product reviews, anything like that. Uh, And I know it's been a little sparse. I, you know, it's funny. I actually thought I would have way more time with COVID, but it just, man, it just didn't work out that way. It always seemed like that there was something that was kind of occupying my time. But anyway, starting to digress even before we jump in. I do have a voicemail, which is area code 206-745-APE1, 206-745-2731, and you're limited to about three minutes on that thing. However, if you would like to record your own audio, and it's actually pretty easy, you can usually, most, uh, almost every smartphone nowadays has a recording app, and you can do that and then send that in to me. Or if you just want to do a regular old email, and I'll read it out for you on the show, I'd be more than happy to do that. The email address to send both of those things is thearmedape at gmail.com. All one word, thearmedape at gmail.com. Com. And if you go over to the website, which is, funny enough, thearmedape.com, you will find buttons for my YouTube channel, which is Every Blade of Grass. And uh, over, you will also find an Instagram link. Um, what else do I got? Twitter and Facebook. You know, it's funny, with Facebook and uh, also with uh, Twitter, I will probably keep Facebook around uh, just because it is a way that I can, you know, kind of stay somewhat connected with some of my long distance friends and things like that. But Twitter, I think, I think I'm probably going to abandon it as far as I used to would post stuff. I never really got any, oh... Interaction or feedback or anything like that with Twitter, so I think I'm going to get rid of that. Uh, Instagram is kind of neat just because I like you know the the few friends that do follow me over there. You know can see kind of the dopey stuff that I post and everything like that. I thought I would do much more for the shows for both this show and for Firearms Cafe with Instagram, but uh, you know again I I don't have the uh, how do I want to say it? I don't have the the number the follower numbers, I guess, to make it to where it would really make any difference. So I just kind of eh, uh, just you know, sort of post stuff on that. Uh, and I know I'm the king of saying, oh, I'm gonna you know go about once a once a week, but I think some things have kind of changed a little bit, and uh, I may be actually able to do that on a little bit more regular basis, uh, at least with this show. I have a lot of stuff planned and we'll get into that Uh, once we're done. We're still into the, uh, the contact stuff. So also if you would ever uh, like to donate to the show, there is a PayPal donation button and you can just click on that over at the website and follow the prompts. If not, if you don't want to do that, that is, uh, well, all well and good. I would ask though that you do go to the website and it's just the easiest link and that way you know it's my channel and just subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'm actually getting uh, a level of subscription over there where uh, the numbers are starting to go up. I think I've, I've crested 300 Uh, at 500 I may do like a little giveaway or maybe at a thousand if I ever, if I ever get that high, I don't know if that I necessarily ever will. One thing that's interesting is that I'm gaining a few subscribers here and there uh, because some of my videos that uh, I'm not saying that they've gone viral, but they've gotten good numbers. They've gotten like, you know, over the years, like 26,000 views are starting to get comments. Um, And when that stuff starts to happen, I think the algorithm starts to push your video out there a little bit more. Or if some of you, if you've got several other videos that have lots of comments and things like that, I think the YouTube algorithm will take your initial stuff and maybe throw it out there or, or put it up into search things. I think especially if you have lots of comments or thumbs up or even thumbs down, because uh, it just shows you're getting interaction. I think my numbers will, might slowly start to climb. Like I said, I do have some videos over there that have gotten quite a few views. And I don't know that, uh, you know, I don't think I would ever abandon any of my podcast stuff, even if my numbers are super low on the people that are actually downloading, just because I, you have so much more control. Now, I guess technically you could say that, well, in theory, the uh, the people that host your uh, are your servers and host you know are your host site so they host your content you're on their server and you um, your domain names go through them if they wanted to they could do what they've done to other people in the past and we've seen it they can sort of erase you from the internet there are of course other alternatives but if you didn't have a lot of your stuff backed up, um, you know, what would you do type thing. So I have all of my, uh, not that anybody's looking for it, of course, but I have all of my shows, all the stuff that I've done. I have those on, uh, a separate external hard drive, um, that is, uh, if I'm saying it right, it's solid state, so it's not like a true hard drive. It's kind of like a flash drive, only they're the you know the great big kind, like the one and two terabyte drives uh, that are external that you can get. So I have all my stuff. So even if somebody, let's say, if you know WordPress, where the uh, where the websites are hosted that I go through, that's you know kind of the gate, the portal to that stuff, and then the hosting service that I use. Let's say if they all, for whatever reason, decided. To deplatform me, there are other alternatives where you can go, and I could repost all that stuff. But again, I'm so small potatoes that nobody even probably even takes a look at my stuff, so or is even aware of it. Anybody that would want to, uh, in theory, let's say, kind of deplatform me, type deal. I think that kind of. I know I kind of went off on a little bit of a tangent, but I think that kind of has to do uh, it for now. What we'll do is um, we'll sort of jump in with the show. There's a couple of things that we're going to talk about. Uh, So it's going to be a little bit more of kind of a eclectic show today where I kind of jump around here a little bit. But anyway, so... The first thing I wanted to do was do sort of a little bit of a a mini review. And as I mentioned before, we are in the mobile studio and the last few times I think that I did stuff, the the road noise that I was getting in here was just crazy loud. And part of that had to do because my tires, uh, it was time to get new tires. And I had had, uh, I had uh, BF Goodrich all-terrain, uh, I think I had the KO2s, but uh, anyway, that's what I replaced them with. Um, and I've gone with the BF Goodrich all-terrains for, uh, for many, many years. I, I've, I think I've had those, they were always one of the better tires in my opinion. So let's talk about how we're gonna do the reviews or if you if you had a product review that you wanted to send in on something that you liked or something that you didn't like. Um, generally the way I like to do them is I have kind of like a, either a five question or a five maybe kind of bullet point things. And the way that I kind of came up with this was how could I do something that kept me from maybe being biased or it could take out any kind of bias either way, either positive or negative, And it would just try and keep the review as neutral as possible. And so I came up with these five bullet points. And the first one is what is, whatever it is, what is this thing designed to do? And then the second question is how well does it do it? Or what are the, the pros if you want to look at it that way. The third is what are the cons or where does it fail to do what it's designed to do? Fourth is what modifications that I think would make it better would I like to see the manufacturer of the product do? And the fifth and final one is did I do any uh, modifications to the product and if I did do modifications, did it make it better? Did it make it worse? Did the modifications I did, just, or was it kind of a neutral? Did it, eh, I did this work and it didn't really do anything. So let's go back to those tires. Like I said, what are these things designed to do? So the BF Goodrich All-Terrains are supposed to be... BF Goodrich all terrain you would say maybe a hybrid. They're supposed to give you kind of like a jack of all trades tire. So they're supposed to be decent enough on on the highway. They're supposed to be, um, so that you get a, a, a smooth ride, you don't have a lot of noise. Uh, and in my opinion, uh, they do that. So the, on the Pro, we'll say they do that. Uh, they're also supposed to be something that when you go off road that you can deal with either snow or mud or sand. Um, uh, Also on the road, they're supposed to give you a little, you know, enough traction to where you can drive on wet roads. You can drive on snowy roads. You can drive on muddy, you know, again, if you're uh, this would be more of the off road stuff, but if you're going, on more like forest service roads. That's where these things are really supposed to shine. Uh, And so do they do that? And the answer is they do all those things fairly well, as long as you're not expecting them to act like a mud terrain or a a super aggressive off-road tire. So uh, another pro is they have um, a, a pretty strong, sidewall so that you know if you kind of rubbing up against rocks or, or you know against things like that and this would be more for off-road stuff is they're pretty strong they they don't really cut too easily um they're uh without going too deep into the, the in into the to the uh into the weeds here I went with the exact same tire uh, which is a 275-65R18. Now, some of to you, that will mean something. Other it doesn't mean anything. But basically, it just has to do with sort of the width, the rim size, and uh, basically just like the size of your tire. So I stuck with the exact same tire that came sort of from the factory. Uh, and, and my reasoning behind that was I thought, well, I'll... Uh, I don't. I don't really have a need to go that much bigger. I've got you know plenty of clearance on the truck, and so the tires can sort of do what they need to do without you know having to go an, an extra size up or anything like that. So, what are some of? So those are the pros. So now, what are some of the cons? Um, the cons are because they are sort of, uh, while they maybe are the same size, they have a little bit more of a what we'll call an aggressive um, lug pattern, I guess, or, or the tread pattern, I guess is probably the, the correct term. So, and they are heavier. Each tire is a little bit heavier than than if you were using, let's say, a regular highway light truck tire. So you do lose, I, I think I lost about a half a point, meaning that Let's say in my truck I was getting on average like 15 to 16 miles per gallon on my big old truck. When I went from the factory, what came from the, uh, which was, in, in essence was basically a little bit more aggressive highway tire uh, when I bought the truck new, I, I lost about a half a mile per gallon. know, sometimes maybe you could even say a mile. So I went to where I was, I was getting around like, it's like about 16. I can get, um, around probably like in between 15, 15 and a half, depending on how I'm driving. Uh, depending if I'm doing a lot of highway stuff. So that's, and that's combined, that's combined highway and, uh, and city driving where you're doing a lot of start and stop. So that's, uh, you know, that is, uh, but it's not like I lost, you know, five miles per gallon uh, on there. So, you know, and it does add up, you know, you could say over time, you know, that can add up into, uh, you know, lots of miles, which can add up into some money loss sort of at the pump, uh, you know, and what you're paying for fuel and that type of stuff. Uh, other than that, I don't really, well, and I don't know if it's a con or if this is sort of the nature of, of all of these type of tires, but, and I had briefly touched on this earlier where I was saying there was a lot more road noise. And so what happens is, as the tires age, the rubber and the compounds, um, the composites of it, I guess, are, uh, they start to harden up. And as your tread goes and uh, where it starts to wear down, you uh, can start to get a lot of road noise that is transferred up from the tire up into the cab to where, like I said right now, it is probably, uh, I don't know that you could get much more quieter tires. Of course, the tires right now are are pretty much brand new. Uh, So unless you were going maybe with a highway tire, maybe something like a Michelin or a Yokohama, something like that, that are Uh, Michelins are known for being a very quiet tire, uh, but they are expensive. Although uh, compared to the cost of of what I have on here now, they're probably about the same. They might even be a little bit less. Uh, But again, the the tires that I have on here now are a very, uh, they're a very specialized tire. So anyway, that is kind of is what it is. Um, I don't want to veer off and talk about other tires too much. So again, I think that's about the only cons that I would, uh, could kind of list that I can think of and I'm think, trying to think of right now. Uh, they handle just fine. You don't really lose anything in handling. Uh, so again, they're, they're, they're not a con there. So other than that, that's kind of about it. So. Let's move on. What would I like to see the manufacturer do or make if, if there's any modifications? To be quite honest, I don't probably know enough about tire geometry or tread geometry or things like that. Um, for what the tire is, I, you know, I don't, again, I, I think it does probably, what it's designed to do pretty well so I don't know that there'd be any other modifications I know some people have said they'd like to see more I think they're called uh, I'm sure this is the wrong term but the siping I I think that's it but basically if if you looked at the tire you would see it almost looks like like little tiny uh, little cuts on top of the tread and what that's supposed to do is help with snow And so, and I've heard from some other people say, oh, if they would make those a little bit more aggressive, it could help, you know, better with snow. Uh, You know, again, I don't know. Uh, Is there, so moving on to question five or point five, is there any modifications that I did? No, (laughs) you know, so I, I, you know, with your tires, I don't know that you can do a lot of modifications because you're sort of getting what you're getting, that type of thing. So anyway, that's it for my review on the tires. I guess what we uh, I, I'll, I'll end with a sort of overall uh, kind of general uh, general purpose sum up in that I would recommend them. Like I said, I've used them since uh, back in the late '90s. I think I've I've always I've always liked BF Goodrich. Uh, I think they've they were real leaders and innovators at the time. I don't know if they are, are considered maybe like an, a real innovative tire company anymore, but I think that they are seen as something that's very reliable, that they've worked all the bugs and the kinks out of, um, and some of, it's sort of like that thing of, well, if it isn't broke, if it's not broken, don't fix it so uh, and that's uh, for me it's a known quantity so if you are if you are looking for a real good general purpose tire uh, from my standpoint uh, they are expensive and maybe that maybe we could throw that into the cons they are going to be kind of expensive um, for but but you are again you're buying sort of a specialty thing so you're not really you're not too far out of the ballpark of some of the other kind of like Toyos, or Yokohamas, or Nitos, um, or maybe it's pronounced Neto, I don't know, about some of the other things. So you're, you're right around in that same ballpark. So it's not like, oh my gosh, I'm paying an extra $50 per tire, or $100 per tire, or something like that. It's, it's nothing crazy like that. Uh, so anyway, if any of you guys out there Maybe you know some, uh, uh, some pros and cons or some tips or, or you want to do some follow-up just with your own recommendation of, of different tires. And again, you don't have to follow those five bullet points if you don't want to. You can just come on and say, hey, here's what I like, here's what I don't, blah, blah, blah. That type of stuff. And feel free to you know, do your, if you wanted to do a review and send it in to me, feel free to do it any way that you it. Uh, and that can, again, it doesn't have to be just on tires. It can be on anything be on uh, a, a firearm it can be on uh, a water bottle it can be on you know recording equipment TVs anything that you want uh, so on, remember on this show there's really kind of um, no holds barred on on no holds barred there we go on certain things. All right, guys, I am going to jump in here, and you are noticing a difference. I am in the home studio. It is several days later, and what I'm going to do is some follow-up and kind of condense as well a lot of the audio that I had from the trip from Phoenix to Flagstaff. And the reason I'm doing it is I felt that it would be a lot to ask you guys to listen to another two hours, basically, of me kind of rambling on in the truck. So the main reason that I am doing this is is because I do reference some things that I had talked about that have now been cut out. One of those things is that I am going to be doing an in-depth review on a series that is on Hulu, and it's called Mr. In-Between. It's an Australian show, and you are sort of taken along with a guy named Ray Shoesmith, who is a criminal, and it's kind of like an anti-hero type thing. I suppose you would consider it a crime drama. It has been labeled sometimes as a dark comedy. There are comedic elements. I don't know that I necessarily would call it a dark comedy. I think it's probably a like a crime drama type show maybe first. Or maybe even probably more like a character study, I guess. So anyway, let's go ahead and let's uh, jump over to some of the condensing down of what I talked about mostly it was just some recommendations and talking about some shows that I had seen in the past. So a couple of recommendations. One is another show that is on Hulu, which is Killing Eve, which is pretty good. My wife and I like that. There is also another show on HBO Max as a recommendation called Mayor of Easttown. And it is about a female detective in a small Pennsylvania town. and, And again, a little bit, maybe of a, crime drama, but also more probably character study and slice of life type stuff. All right, let me go ahead and I will give you guys the contact information and hopefully I will be able to uh, hear from you guys. Maybe we can get some of the feedback start coming in and kind of build our community back up a little bit here. So the voicemail, which you again are limited to three minutes on is area code 206745. 2731. So two zero six seven four five 745 ape one If you would rather record your own audio and send it in, or if you just would rather send an email in and I can read it out for you on the show, the address to send that is thearmedape at gmail.com. That's all one word, thearmedape at gmail.com. All right, my fellow travelers and my beautiful monkeys, I will talk to you guys next time.